Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. London. Yes. UK. Yes. Britain. Yes. Uh, India. Oh, used to be. Used to be. Um, uh, the Greater European Union. Well, I don't know if that's the same thing anymore. <laughs> Anybody across the ocean, we are coming to London September 6th. It's going down at where? The Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen right there in Shoreditch. Wow. I know. It makes me sound like I actually know what I'm talking about. Well, we know just enough. I've been putting the 6th in front of September. Oh, like, like a very, real, like a real very, European or yeah. or Englishman or whatever you are. September sixth, Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen in East London. Yes, bruv. We we are interviewing the legendary DJ Semtex, and we want all of our London listeners. Or if you have friends who live in London, spread the word. Tell them about this event because we want it to be a huge evening. Also, because we have a lot of money riding on this. <laughs> you guys you know, need to support. We're yeah. huge gambling debts and. Yeah. We, this is our big play. We really don't want to take a bath on this one. <laughs> Guys, September 6th in East London, Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen. It's the real interviewing DJ Semtex. Shout out to the good people over at the Creative Content Agency and Project Gersh for making this event possible. Come support your boys. Say what's up to us afterwards. Hang, take pictures, meet DJ Semtex. This is our first international gig, and we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, how do you think it's going to change you? Here's what I really hope. I hope we don't insult anyone who lives oh, in England. Oh, local customs? No, no, no. I just don't want to like be surrounded by an English accent and sort of just get it in my head and start pronouncing things happens. like I'm English. I'm, I'm more worried about... like. If you shake hands, you know, then that that's like offensive or something. Is it really? No. Is that like you can't tip in Europe or something like that? Well, you know how like you know you have to take your shoes off in Japan. Like yeah. If, if oh. I'm sure there's like some local custom that we're just gonna fuck up. <laughs> totally. But yeah, we have a few days before, so hopefully we will learn our way around London. September sixth, guys. If you're interested, or if you want to spread the word, it's slash London. It's thereal.com slash London for all the information and tickets. London, we will see you guys in a few weeks today on the podcast. We have Maul. It's Okay, so here's the thing. Didn't know anything about him. Other than that he's on the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. But it's it's the Joe Budden podcast yeah. featuring two other guys, <laughs> one of whom we've already had in the podcast. Now we're finishing up. It's always exciting when we finish up like the, the circuit. Like when we had uh, everybody from the Breakfast Club, it was like, yeah. oh, we did it. Or when we had everybody from Hot 97's morning show, like, oh, right. okay. Now, now Something we, accomplished. It's almost we like, knocked down all the pins. <laughs> yeah. It's like collecting all the Pokemon. So uh, we had Joe on the podcast. Yeah. We had Rory on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And today we have Maul. That's it. <laughs> no, we're going to learn a lot about Maul on the podcast. Yeah. Everybody's very excited to learn anything about him well, because he's a very mysterious fellow. Yeah. The only thing is, the one question that every is on everybody's minds, yeah. what does he do for a living? We answer in this podcast. Do we? No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> but people should listen anyway because there's a lot of things that like people think they know about Maul. Yeah. In- incorrect. There's a lot of things that people don't know about Maul, and you find that out today on the podcast. It's really fascinating. He's a great dude, has a lot of stuff to talk about. We get into it today. When do you want to get into the podcast? Uh, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka 2004 St. Louis Cardinals, aka Rolling with the Homies. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Metal on the Wrist, aka Jamie Blamister. And you're small, by the way. I don't know how to. I don't know how to follow all that energy. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is a waste of time with it's the real. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared right now. Be. 
Yeah, oh. by the way, doing uh, research for this podcast <laughs> was the most impossible thing. I don't know your last name. Right. I don't even know if you use your full first name. I don't. Well, how many spaces do you have after your Instagram at? Did you have on Instagram? Because it's now mall underscore by the way. Right. How many did you have and why? It used to be six. Three, three, four, and five obviously were taken. Yeah, yeah, right. So I have three underscores on my Twitter. So, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm in the process of changing. I just, I just need another cool name. Wait, well, what are the people going to do when they're looking for a mall with six spaces? That's what there? I'm saying. Like, I, so I got to find something dope, man. But I, I, I'm gonna figure out something. I want it to be cool, though. I don't want it to be nothing forced. I want it to be like, you know, I don't want to be corny. Right, right. You know what so I mean? any suggestions, leave a comment. And right, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Six blanks for the bitches. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, that's a fact. So the last time we saw you, you were at our Rockefeller celebration at Highline Ballroom. Absolutely. And we saw you a few days before that when you guys sold out the same space Mm -hmm. for your live show. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there any difference between the shows? (laughs) Uh, Slight differences. (laughs) I I feel like uh, y'all audience, you know, they were kind of like more engaged a little bit. And they was kind of, you know... the. The, the fact that young Chris and and Neef performed mm-hmm. free performed you know they didn't do that the at record. your show no they didn't do that at, <laughs> our, at our show you know what I mean but that was pretty dope um, just having all of those people on stage because you know I grew up around those people man mm-hmm. my brothers and it was it was dope just to see everybody on stage again and and it was funny what you said to Jim about who was it more of a surprise <laughs> you being on stage or Jim being on stage like but it was it was you know everybody kind of was like that's why people laugh because it was like yo they know the history like. Yeah. You know, Jim and Rockefeller and the dip set and they didn't really they had their you know, Jim and Lenny directly had issues. So it was yeah. kinda like to see them on stage together was dope, man. It just shows growth. Were you able to catch up with anybody um who was on stage? Like people you hadn't seen in years maybe? Chris, man. Young Chris. I haven't seen him in so long, man. You know, we used to kick it you know, a couple of tours I went on with them and, you know, just had a lot of fun, you know. We did a lot of wild things on t- <laughs> on the road, man. Like and I, we know we, we we hit each other on on, on social media sometimes. Uh, he he spends a lot of time in L.A. too. Um, but we we never linked up out there yet. But it was just dope seeing him, man. I, just, I saw him outside after, man. We just you know gave each other a hug, man. You know, it was just just great seeing him, man. Like he's still doing good and his family is doing good. So it was just dope seeing him, man. Having never met either of the Young Guns before the show, right? I just found them to be like the the warmest, the best, great like, guys, super cool, yeah, 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 super cool guys. Um, Neef is more reserved, yeah, he's more quiet than you would probably think he is, but he, he he's cool too. Though. He was the best. Yeah. What do what are names like Shari Bryant and Emmanuel and family? Yeah, family. Shari's and family. That's yeah. that's that's family right there, man. Big like, face Gary. Family. Yeah. Family, like you know, the, that, those are. It's just family, man. Like I don't. No matter how long we go without speaking, once we see each other, we speak. It's like pick up right Latrice. where we left off. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, it's, it's all family, man. It's, it's, Do you have a good big face Gary story? A good, big, I have great big face Gary. <laughs> I remember. Uh, oh man, classic night. We were at a. Uh, I forgot the name of the bowling alley in the city, but we were at a bowling alley one night. I don't know whose party it was, and I was actually recording. It was like you know we had the handheld recorders back then. <laughs> And Big Face Gary and Kevin Hart got into a like a, a dissing con snap contest. I don't know who has this tape, but they need to find it. Also, the difference in size of yeah, these yeah. two guys. <laughs> right. It was like the funny because if you know Big Face Gary, he's, he's like a hood comedian. He's yeah, yeah. you know, for hours he'll just snap on you, just keep going. <laughs> Kevin Hart at this time, he wasn't the Kevin Hart he is now, but yeah, yeah. you know, that's when they were doing paper soldiers and you know, movies like that. Yep. And they just went at it for about 15 minutes just back and forth and i'm standing like on the couch by the bowling lane with the camcorder 
just every time somebody got a joke, I'm just back and forth with it. And Cass said, man, get that goddamn light out of my face. Man, he started flipping, man. Cause, you know, Gary was getting the best of him at that time. So I kept the light right in Kevin's face. Like, nah, man, you got to bounce back. Like, he killing you right now. But yeah, man, big faces like, you know, those are, those are legends, man. Who would have that footage? I don't know. I don't even know whose camera that was. Mm. I, I really, I really can't even tell you whose camera that was. It was so many years ago, man. And it, I, somebody handed me the camera, and I just, you know, I wanted to be above everybody because it was like people huddling because they were snapping. So I just stood up like on a little stool, and I was just like right over the pit, like just <laughs> lighting everybody's face. Yeah, but like, that was dope. You know, and we've we've told this to a lot of people. The thing we're we're most proud of about the Rockefeller um, Celebration podcast was that we created an atmosphere that was, even though it was in front of six hundred people, was open enough and comfortable enough for all those guys to share stories and and talk, you know, with each other. It, it was super. Other. Listen, man, it, to see first of all, y'all got to understand to see my brother Biggs on stage speaking mm. is a big deal for me. Like that's like he just doesn't do that, you know. And but now he, you know. He's coming out of his shell more and he's doing more public speaking and making appearances and, you know, people because, you know, when you meet Biggs at first, he has this look on his face where he doesn't look approachable. <laughs> yeah. Like he, believe he, me. I, yeah, <laughs> he, he can look at you like, man, like he, I'm not going up to him. But then once you start talking to him, you'd be like, oh, he's super cool. The like, best. you know what I'm saying? So that's why seeing him now speak is dope because it's like people are like, oh, shit, he's really a cool dude. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being there. Yeah. Congratulations on your guys show because we were there and. It was so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. it, I think the big difference between the two of ours was like, we were obviously there to have like a conversation with the with the panel, right? right and the right. dozen people on stage. Right, you guys, you guys were having a conversation with the audience. Yeah, right, right. It, and that was the engagement that was really awesome mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like, you guys were taking questions from everybody. Right. You guys were like, you know, picking who could go and who could stay. There was right. a girl who um, she wanted to know if she should have a threesome. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. But, but that- it was good times and. As you guys do on the podcast, but you did, you had a live version of it mm-hmm. where you brought music to the stage. Yeah, and I thought that was dope, man, to bring uh, the, the the guys that we listen to in our sleeper segments. And, well, who's um, your man from Philly? That's Sean Smith. That was a, a guy that literally somebody uh, DM'd me on Instagram, and it was like, yo, I got somebody that I think you would like. So it works. It, it works. <laughs> I'm not like the super A&R guy, right? Like, I'm not like a, a label exec or anything, but I think people kind of appreciate, you know, my ear and they, they see the music I play. And I, I think it's kind of dope just to let people in. Like, this is music I really listen to that I play. And, um, you know, you get DMs from people that's just like, you know, I want to be like homies. This this ain't yeah it. well that's me so <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like homie this ain't it like right right it's like yeah this ain't it like but you know I mean everybody has a dream everybody has something they trying to do man and sometimes you know I, you know when there's nothing else to really do I sift through a lot of the music and I just listen listen but I found Sean Smith and uh, it was really the title of his song Heaven I was like what is this young cat from Philly song named Heaven what is what could this be about you know what I mean? let me hear the metaphor behind I thought it was some some cool new metaphor like it's Heaven like the dope the trap now or right, something like right, you know what I mean I didn't know what it was. Then when I heard it and I heard his wordplay, I was like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Then I really started listening, started going through his history. And I was like, oh, he's, he has a following in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? So then I I just played the record and then the reaction from... I knew Joe was going to react the way he did because yeah. Joe was a wordsmith. Yeah. yeah. Also, Joe's predictable. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Very predictable. You know what I mean? And um, so when I played it and I saw his reaction, that was the reaction that I knew he was going to have. And I just felt like that night, you know, I wanted to give Sean that, that platform to kind of, you know, get in touch with the Yo, people. Yo, Rory was so pissed because he was like, <laughs> yo, you're blowing him up, like, too much. He was like, I, he, he wanted to save that for something else. Yeah, I what. I, Sean's control of the audience, mm-hmm. his breath control, mm-hmm. like, the actual content. Yeah. The, I mean, you, he's an artist. You, yeah. you hit a home run with that yeah, one. Yeah, he's an artist. He's an artist for sure. So, I guess the real question is, I mean, are you moving ahead with him? Are you guys... 
Oh, we've had conversations. We've definitely had conversations. I, I just, you know, I just drop a line on him every day. Uh, you know, inspiration, motivation. It's not no managerial thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like to. I don't like the term manager. Um, but um, you know, I'm just giving him. You know, whatever. I just told him whatever you need. If I can do it, I'll do it for you. That's dope. You know what I mean? And that's just how we moving. And um, you know, he has a lot of things in store for him. And um, you know, we just moving like that, man. Whatever I could do for him, he knows that. We speak. You know, every other day. Uh, actually, I need to get on a call with him soon because I want him to come up to New York one day and just kick. Just grab lunch and just that's talk. What's up. You know what I mean? So that's, that's awesome. how I'm moving. Yeah. Where are you originally from? I'm from the Bronx. Where in the Bronx? Fordham. How big was your family growing up? My family is huge. Yeah. Man. I have a huge, huge family. Well, first, first of all, you have a twin sister. I have a twin sister. Yes. Um, Jeff is a twin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Not I, the same sister. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> now, uh, uh, our brother Dan uh, is is Jeff's twin, mm-hmm. and they got the most ridiculous questions from people who just don't understand the concept of twins. twins yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like you know, did you guys used to be identical? Right. If you punch one, does the right. other one do you feel, feel it? it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like the most asked question. Yo, when she's feeling something, do you feel? No. Like, what are you talking about? No, yeah. I don't. I don't feel anything. Like, what are you, t- you know, what I mean, it's crazy, but it's it's fun growing up. I mean, for you, I, I'm sure it was different being a twin brother. Yeah. For me, the twin sister, it didn't really. The twin thing, you don't really feel it when it's the opposite sex. Well, you guys probably like you weren't sharing a room forever. <clears throat> We shared a room oh, okay. up until yeah, up until like you know we was getting to the age where it's like all right, I can't. Yeah, be yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, we shared a room most of our, like we're super close. You yeah, know what I mean, so it was like shared rooms. Um, you know, she used to hook me up with some of her girlfriends and stuff like that. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah told yeah, me a lot close. of their secrets. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, everything girls used to talk about, I would know. You know what I mean? So I had the advantage. Like when I wanted to talk to girls in high school, I had the advantage because my sister was right here and she knew yeah. all the girls. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, it's not just you guys like growing no. up together. No. So who else was in your house? In your house house? Oh yeah, in, in my in my household, yeah, it was just me, my twin, and my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it was just us three. But extended family. Yeah, obviously, uh, we found out. Uh, that Biggs is your brother? Yeah, Biggs and Hip Hop. And Hip Hop is your mm-hmm. brother? Yep. Um, and also... Uh, Shalik. Shalik yeah. Berry, yeah. That's my brother. So, okay, so we literally just found this out like tonight. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I we thought y'all knew that. Shalik was at the... He was at, well, he was, y'all didn't see he was at our show. No. Yeah, he was there. He no. had, he, had, he texted me, but he had to run because my other brother was in town from uh, from Phoenix. And How he, many brothers <laughs> do you have? I have... It's eight. It's eight. All of it together, it's eight boys and three girls. And oh how many God. are A&Rs? <laughs> just, well, just Shalik, Hip Hop, and Biggs were in the music business. Gotcha. That's it. Just them yeah. three. Wait, what? What? What was? what is Thanksgiving like these days? Oh, Oh man, it's a lot of. Sometimes you got to choose which year you're gonna be here. Uh, I got to go here till ten o'clock, then I got to bounce and go over here. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But we make it happen, man. Is everybody spread out? Everybody is spread out, and you know, as you get older, everybody, you know, marriage, kids, people yeah. move away, so you don't kind of see each other as much as you used to. But you know, we we still try to keep as close a knit as we can. Whether we just dropping a text, you know, like yo, what's yeah. up, man? What's going on? What you got going on? I try to catch up with Biggs every time I'm in LA. Yeah, him and Emery be running around crazy. Yeah. yeah. I tried to catch up with If anybody knows hip hop He's the most impossible person To catch up with In, the, yeah. in I'm talking about And somebody told me uh, A friend of mine was like Listen if you want hip hop To respond to your text You gotta just bring up The Boston Celtics <laughs> Right This is the funny He's a huge Boston Celtics right, fan right. So one day I said Paul Pierce ain't shit Out of nowhere I just said Let me see if he responds to this And he re- he replied I said I didn't even want to talk about this I texted you like two weeks ago Because I was in Atlanta Like I wanted to see if you was in town And you never replied But as soon as I say something about Paul Pierce It's like you respond right back (laughs) But that's him man I mean you know we love each other man And 
you know, we, we close and, you know, but, you know, we, we all have our own lives. And growing up, I didn't really, like, want to want people to know who my family was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you got people coming at you with ulterior motives. Sure. And, like, all of a you sudden, know, everybody raps. Like, me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just like, come on, man. Like, so, you know, people find out slowly. But now that I'm an adult, it's like, you know, I could just tell people, get the fuck out of here. So what was growing up in, in Fordham Lake? Man, in the 90s, it was, it was rough, man. It, it was rough. My neighborhood was, you know, I, I grew up on Creston and, and, and Fordham. And, you know, people know that area. It, it was rough, man. But, you know, you... Product of your environment. You learn how to move. You learn mm-hmm. how to maneuver in these streets. And um, but it was rough, man. It was you know the, the Bronx was rough. I mean, it's gotten better, you know, but it's still you know you got your pockets that's cool and your pockets that's like don't go over there after ten thirty. But um, for the most part, it was cool though. Did you stay cool. in your pocket or were you like moving around? I was. I was. I was moving around. Yeah, I was moving around. I I told my man the other day like you don't really realize how much you used to risk your safety, man, for going to see a girl. Like we used to go to <laughs> Brooklyn to see girls and go to Queens, and it's like when you get older, you were like, yo, we were really putting our lives in danger. Danger going to the projects in yeah. Queens to see a girl you just met like it was crazy. But you know when you're younger you don't you don't pay attention to that. But I would never do that now. Yo, how how <laughs> I would never do that now. No. What was the furthest away that you went for a girl? Man, me Phoenix, and my, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and me and me and my cousin one night. Man, I was I was on the phone talking to this girl that lived in Montreal. <laughs> and I, I had I had family in Montreal. I used to I used to stay oh, in Montreal every summer. Yeah, so it was like I met her through a, a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like we were talking, we were talking. She's like, I want to see, you, I want to see you. So then my cousin had just said like the day before, yo, we should take a trip. <laughs> it's like three in the morning. So I said, yo, what you doing? He was like, man, I'm in a bed chilling. I said, yo, let's <laughs> let's drive up to Canada. And a lot of people, it sounds crazy, but it's really on like a six-hour drive, like maybe six, yeah, seven yeah, hours. Yeah, just a light six yeah, hours. So it's, yeah, it's light, you know. At three in the morning. <laughs> At three in the morning. Like, yo, fuck yeah, it. Let's just get up. a day over in <laughs> Montreal. Yeah. Some, like, that's uh, how you got to live, man. You just got to get up and go. I like to get up and go, man. Get and my cousin was, and yeah. some poutine, you Yeah, know? <laughs> poutine and poutine. I like that. For real, man. We just got in the car. But that's, the, a, that's the name of Jeff's solo album coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poutine. That's a dope It's an R&B album, yeah. Poutine is actually amazing. I was the poutine, though. Here's the story. So I'm about to finish. Uh, so we, we drive up, and my cousin had got into an a altercation when he was at school, and he was at college in Virginia. And he did some time in jail. He did like maybe like six months or something like that. So, but it was a felony. Mm. So you know, we get to the border, oh. and you know, they start running his his name and everything, and the felony comes up on you know, his record. <laughs> so they got us sitting inside the, 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 the room and everything. So I'm like, man, and he he has a Muslim name. My middle name is a Muslim name. So they looking at us really like. What are y'all doing at eleven in the morning coming to the like from New York to the Canadian oh. border? You know what I mean? Oh, so, so it's more than a six hour trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was longer. So we, we sitting there and they was just like, You can go in, he can't. So I'm oh. like that's like getting to the club and they saying, You good, but your man not. Right, yeah. Right. You don't go in. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like I'm not leaving my man out right. here. So drove back, man, and you know, I went back up like the next day. Wait. When did you let the girl know? <laughs> well, when we was at the border, I can't I said, Yeah, they're not letting my cousin in, so you know, we can't I can't come in right now. Oh, that's so fucked. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, but it was fun, though. I mean, yeah, we had yeah. a lot of fun listening to music, <laughs> cracking jokes in the car. Like, we I had bet. fun, man. We made the best of it. You know what I mean? So you're running around, going to different boroughs. Your train of yeah. choice was? The fastest way to Harlem is the A train, right? So, right. I mean, the A, D, the 4. Well, depending on where you're going. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the A, but you know, the A is like, once you get to Harlem, it's like, you can take the A sh- express. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you yeah. get to 59th Street in seven minutes. Yep. You know what I mean? So, the A, the A train, the 4, you know, the Yankee Stadium, if you're going to a game. You know what I yep. mean? And then you, when you're venturing out to Queens, you got to start the A. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that's when the trains like it's it's funny how once you get on different train lines you like this I feel out of place man like I don't ride this train line free the dudes look different it's like you know you the ever been on the is all weird yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. you get on the train by yourself and like ten bloods come in the yeah, cart yeah. with you you gotta act like you reading all the advertisement like man I don't want to look none of these dudes in their face but you know it's that's part of growing up you gotta have those experiences man what was high school like for you 
High school was dope, man. I went to a performing arts school in uh, in Harlem. Well, what'd you study? I was uh, in the boys' choir, Harlem. Wow, I was a singer. Wow, yeah, I was a singer. Yes. Yeah, so Wait, I, are you on college dropout? <laughs> no, I'm not on college dropout. No, no, that's, I'm not on that. We need one more bass. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So that that was school for me, man. And uh, it was a it was a great experience. One of the greatest experiences ever. I'm, I'm sad to see that that program is no longer around. But yeah. It gave us a, a opportunity to see the world, man. I mean, you know, I always my mom always forced me to travel when I used to cry every every summer. I had to go to Canada, and my mom would never let me spend a, a summer in New York City. Wow, like, never. She's like, I had two weeks after school was over, and then right after that, I was on the bus to Canada to Montreal. Wow, yeah. So it was like until I got older to the age when I was like, Mom, I don't want to go to Canada. Like yeah. fifteen, and she's like, All right, it's up to you if you want to go or not. Okay, and well, then you would go and then get stopped by border security. Yeah. Right, exactly. Home, yeah, yeah, that was late on, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So where where were some of the places you traveled? With the choir? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, where didn't we? I think I've been to every state in, in, in the U.S. Uh, went overseas a bunch of times. Um, did a bunch of shows like like Christmas holiday specials wow. with Rosie O'Donnell and Luther Vandross. So, okay. So, you're seeing the world. Yeah. And, like, not even, like, that's not hyperbole. You're literally seeing yeah. the world. And then you come back to the Bronx and a lot of your neighbors have not. Right. And w- do you relate? Do they envy you? What's the... See, the thing was, I never, you know, a lot of things that I did, I always kept to myself. You know what I'm saying? I was like a closed book. Like, I would just keep my experiences and my memories in my head. You know, well, my close homies, they knew where I was going and what I was doing. But you got to be careful sharing a lot of, because, you know, people start looking at you like, oh, he think he this, he think he that. And they really, you know, they they know that's not my personality. Like, right. I, I'm just telling you where I came from. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. haven't seen me in two weeks. Yo, I was on the road with the choir. And then they didn't understand, like, what do you mean the choir? You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, yo, I'm in the boys' choir Harlem. You know, you share your experiences. And it was more or less like just telling people, like, yo, it's a whole world out here, man. You know what I mean? They didn't, they looked at me crazy when I said, yo, I just came back from performing at the Grand Ole Opry. And they yeah, was like, sure, what is yeah. that? I was like, it's only one of the most famous venues in the in the, in the country, in the world. You know what I'm saying? But they don't understand. These are my boys from the Bronx. They looking right. at me like, man, let's go to the store and get a slice. Like, what are you talking about? They weren't big Dolly Parton fans. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, you know, that's that's kind of like what, you know, made me a, a, a quote-unquote hood star a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my experiences was different. While you were down uh, at the Grand Ole Opry, did you guys go to... Uh, was it like uh, Opryland or whatever the amusement park is right next to nah, there? No, we was on tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it was literally like we get in town. No fun. <laughs> no fun. Like hotel, get up in the morning, rehearse, stage rehearsal, get dressed, show, back to the hotel, out of here the next morning. Man. Yeah. That was the only bad thing. We didn't really get to experience a lot of the cities we were in because we were on tours. So it was literally like perform, go sleep, get up in the morning, get back on the bus, next state. But- some cities we went to, we would stop, we'd get like a day or two off and we experience, but it wasn't like the popping places. Like we would be like in the middle of like Texas somewhere and it's like, we're not leaving the hotel. Yeah, but you're also like 13, you're not going to the club. Like. <laughs> no, but no, I, I was, no, but you know, when you 15, 16 in high school and you got your boys with you and you in, let's say Miami, yeah. even though we couldn't really do much, we want to walk around, you know. You're in like your all white robe. <laughs> nah, nah, man, we wore our regular clothes, man. Walking like down ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. The thought of that is funny. Yeah. But you already knew that the world was bigger than just the Bronx because your brothers yeah. at that point were working on Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. You know, what was your relationship like with your brothers, them being older than you? And and what had you seen them do at that point? Uh, Well, you know, when I was younger, like, you know, I used to always just see my brothers like I never knew what they were doing. But, you know, they was on the block and I seen, a, you know, they had the cars, you know, and then this, that and the third. And, they, you know, they were popular. And then I didn't really start. They wouldn't really let me hang out with them until like I was almost done with high school. <laughs> And that's when I really started hanging out with them, and they, they took me to my first club. Uh, f- I popped my first bottle, Cristal. <laughs> Where um, was that? That was at this club. I think it was called Metropolis in Queens. 
I, I could be wrong. I think it was called the Metropolis in Queens, and it was, it was Volume Two was ready to come out. Mm. And I remember Bleak performed that night. Big L was there, rest in peace. Uh, and uh, my brother Biggs, he gave me my first bottle, Cristal. He was like, I didn't know how to open it. Everybody was <laughs> laughing at me. I'm 17 years old. Like yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, so I'm trying to open it. And I didn't know that champagne fizzes when you drink it <laughs> fast. So I tried to. It was it was nasty. It was just a nasty look. But it, yeah, that was those were some great great times, man. But yeah, I didn't start hanging out. When my brothers like that around, you know, the, the whole crew when I was until I was like seventeen. Did you go to the studio with them? Yeah, I used to spend a lot of time in the studio, a lot of time. Baseline, I baseline. I, I heard a lot of, lot of records that Jay laid that the world will never hear. Oh my like god, a lot of dope verses. And I actually, you know, when people ask me, does Jay write? I'm like, dog. He literally <laughs> like the beat plays. He paces back and forth, talking to himself. He'll stand in the corner, talk to himself. I mean, sometimes he'll be looking right at you, and you think he's talking to you, and he's just rapping. Like, <laughs> it's the weirdest shit in the world, yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, once you get used to it, you know what he's doing. And then he'll look up, and he'll just walk out and go into the booth and just lay something, and you just look at each other like, how the fuck does he do that? And also, why did you cut our conversation short? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, who were some of the guys who you, like, got, like, particularly close to? Like during those days in baseline, while like, you're just like waiting around, yeah, it wasn't really anybody that I really would say I got close to, other than you know just the regular people that I knew, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. But um, I remember the first time Kanye came to baseline, and um, it's, I, I saw Kanye in L.A. like uh, last month, and I told him about that. He didn't he didn't remember, and then when I told him <laughs> about it, he was like, "Oh shit!" He went kind of like, "Damn, like you remember?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, like." <laughs> That was years ago, but I remember Kanye had on these Durango boots. That's when Durango boots was hot back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a, a leather. He was always stylish. He had a leather jacket on, but it was different from what we wore. You sure, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they would, you know, everybody Dame would be snapping on him, cutting him up. Like, man, what are you wearing? <laughs> but you know, he was just always like you could just tell he was talented. Yeah, he was super into what he was doing. Next thing I know, like the, the, the year later, he was like all over the place producing for everybody and then rapping. And then you know, the car accident happened through the wire. Came out and after that, it was. Off to the races after that. Yeah. And was your sister also coming to the studio? At nah, no. we didn't. We didn't. We we tried to keep the sisters away from <laughs> from the wolves. You know, yeah, what yeah, yeah. you don't want your sister hanging around in the studio with a bunch of dudes, and you know, nah, it's just not a good look. Was she also uh, at performing arts? Yeah, because she was in the girls' choir hall. Wow. Yeah, they didn't. The girls' choir didn't perform as much as we did, but they performed a, at a few places. And um, but yeah, she was in school. We were in school together though. While you were at baseline. Could you keep up, and did you ever get a snap off that really like just killed? Nah, man, I tried to avoid those, like <laughs> because it was like I was. I mean, you had Dame too. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Listen, man. If, this is how it goes. If you're standing around and you just look like a victim, <laughs> you're gonna be a victim, right? So you gotta kind of like do things. You gotta move a little bit in the room a little bit to kind of make it, you know, where the attention is not on you because once they target you out and they just start going, your night is ruined. No one's a civilian. No way. <laughs> I don't care if they just met you. It's gonna be like, listen, this is how we welcome you in. You're gonna have to deal with it and if you wanna fight, we can do that too. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, it was all fun, man. It was all great time. Hey guys, just wanna take a quick second to interrupt this podcast with Maul to tell you about our upcoming trip to London. Yes, if any of you fuckers are skipping ahead of our intro and you haven't heard about this before, guess what? <laughs> We're going to London and we are going to avenge the American <laughs> Revolution. We're also, while we're there, going to interview DJ Semtex September 6th. It's a Wednesday it's evening a Wednesday, yeah. at Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen. All the information and all your tickets are available at itstherealcom slash London. If you guys mess with our podcast on a weekly basis, if you think that the Rockefeller celebration was dope, come support your boys. 
itsthereal.com slash London for all your information about this event. Right, so that's on Wednesday. The podcast is on Wednesday. Thursday, we start the revolution. Yes. Friday, we head Get home. the hell out of there. <laughs> itsthereal.com slash London. Get your tickets. Spread the word. It's the real DJ Semtex. It's going down September 6th. Now, back to mall. So, high school, do you get your driver's license? Are you nah, like... Not in high school. Nah, yeah. Nah. You know, but you know what it is in New York? We kind of behind on that. When it get license, getting getting a license well, early, you don't need one. Yeah. That, that's why we're kind of yeah. behind, like because we use public transportation to go everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like unless you like in those big rural areas and the suburbs, then you get like your license at fifteen. Right, like when I right, see kids right. get their license at fifteen, I'm like, what? <laughs> like what are you doing? But then you realize the store is seven miles away, so it's like, oh, you need a license <laughs> living out here. You know what I mean? But in the city, you don't you don't need a license. So what did you want to do growing up? I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do growing up. Honestly, man, it was like you know. I loved music. I love even when I was in a choir. Like I loved performing. I loved traveling. But it was like I didn't never feel like this is what I wanted to do. I did it because it was a great experience. I did it because I guess they thought I could sing. I could dance a little bit. I had I had rhythm. You know what I mean? I don't know. But it was just the opportunity to travel and perform. And it was just like I want to do this. Yeah. So it's like when I see things and I'm like I like that. I'll just try to do it. <laughs> That's just how I am. Like I'll just be like I like that. Like how does that work? And I'll figure it out. And if it's something I like, I'll do it. But I never really like. You know, in the hood, basketball, you know, it, everybody has the hoop dreams, uh, you know, rapping. I, I might have wrote like two 16s my entire life. You Do know it right I mean? now. Spit yeah. them right now. I, I can't remember the 16 <laughs> I wrote. Man. It was terrible, though. It was bad. I, I, I did it for my homeboy one day, and he just looked at me and was like, no, like that ain't it. You know what I mean? But Any upcoming producers hit mall with oh six my God. <laughs> no, underscores Please, right no, there. God, no. Did you have a job in high school? Nah, because, see, when we was in the choir, it was like, even in the, after school was over, sometimes we would have to perform. Like do events and stuff like that, and then uh, we would have to go to music camp in the summertime to study like all the curriculum and the music that we were going to be performing for the next year. So we would go to Skidmore College upstate and wow. like stay up there for like three weeks and just study music. And Yo, this is no joke. Oh no, it was it was the real deal. I yeah. mean, if you know the boys' choir hall, you know it's not a joke, right? right? Yeah. So, but people just see the final, the finished product, right? Right. They don't know that we literally had like I wouldn't get home from school to nine o'clock every night. Oh my god! Because it was classes. And then it was rehearsal after that. So it was like, you know what I mean? And then I had to do homework. You know what I mean? On top of that. So, I mean, but looking back, it, it definitely prepared you to, you know, do a lot of things as an adult. But, you know, when you 15, you just want to go outside, flirt with the girls. You want to go home. And we had to wear uniform. So, it was yeah. like, I was in a tie and shirt and slacks all day from 8 in the morning until 8 at night. And you're not looking to do vocal warm-ups. No, and- <laughs> man. You didn't want to do that. You wanted to play ball. You wanted to go to the store, hang out. You know what I mean? But... But they were trying to show us was focus, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Focus and hard work and, you know, just showing us the world, showing us that there's so many things that you can do, man. And a lot of people went on to do some some dope things. Uh, one of my alumni brothers was the, uh, he was the ringmaster for the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Whoa. Circus. Yeah. The first African-American uh, ringmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see it when he was the, the ringmaster? No, I didn't go. Gotcha. I didn't go. But yeah. I, I seen him like a couple of times. He would come back to the school. So um yeah, people went on to do some pretty good things, man. A lot of people producing and, and writing and stuff like that. Uh Iman, me and Imani went to school together. I don't Whoa. know if y'all know Imani. Yeah, we yeah. do, yeah. We went course. to high school together. We know all of Joe's yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Imani and we, me and Imani went to high school. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the Dominican girls. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So me and Imani went to high school together. Crazy. And, yeah. Did you know while you were in high school what an amazing opportunity this was? I knew it was amazing, but you don't really grasp it until 
you start getting a little older and then when you're out of school and then now you got to work for real and you got to, you know, you wish you could take a vacation and go somewhere. Right. Versus just going to class and then them telling you, okay, we got a 12 city <laughs> tour next month and you're out of school for like almost a month. You know what I mean? You look at it like, yo, we that was the greatest time. Yeah. It felt like work, but looking back, this is real work as right. an adult. Like, this is crazy. After high school graduation, what was your move? Like, where were you going to go and what were you going to do? Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't figure it out, man. I spent a lot of years like just picking up jobs, you know, working here. I worked at a hospital for like a year and a half, two years. I Doing worked, what? I worked in a uh, food food department. I was like serving food to the patients and stuff like that. I worked at Jenny Craig. Yeah. Really? I worked in the stock room with Jenny Craig. It's yeah. crazy. Huh? It's a couple of temp jobs. You know, just to, I, just, I always like keeping money in my pocket because I always wanted to get fresh. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I always wanted to buy the dopest sneakers and the Durangos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Durangos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I always wanted to do that. So I always kept a job just keeping some money coming in. But I didn't really know what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And music was never like in the back of your head. Like either performing music was or- cool, but it was like I didn't want to, I, I never wanted to be in my brother's shadow. I didn't want to seem All like three of them. Yeah, like I didn't want to see, and those are big shoes to kind of fill, you know, or, or, or live up to. So it was like I kind of wanted to stray away from that as far as I could for a long time, and even only maybe like ten years ago, I really like you know got into wanting to be into music or entertainment industry and stuff like that. Like I just tried to stay away from it, but I had to grasp how important it was to have relationships in this industry. And people looking at me like, "Yo, dog, do you know who your family is? Like, are you crazy? This should be." And I'm just like, "Man, I don't want to do that shit." <laughs> but then you know, after a couple of years, it was kind of like. I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm fortunate and I'm blessed to have the relationships that I have with these people. But I think that's the reason why they respect me because they know that I never would, you know, I don't ask any favors. Yo, I got a boy that does this. I'm not that guy. Right. Yeah. Like, you literally put space after your name. <laughs> I, right. Exactly. Like, I want to, like, as much space as I can, man. Like, I want to be in my own low zone, man. But at the time, you're still listening to, like, Rockefeller stuff. Oh, yeah. And- I mean, I was still going, you know, to the studio, hanging out, going to concerts and stuff like that. And I was around, you know, I, I, I knew what it was, but that was just like, my bo- only a few of my 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 closest friends knew like yeah I'm going downtown go to the studio and listen to Jay with Jay doing or listen to what you know young your young guns is doing stuff like that and then I go right back uptown to the hood with catches on the corner we all just chilling but people don't know I literally just left Kanye and Jay Z like right. ten minutes ago but you know I never told a lot of people that you know right. what I mean it was just kind of like that's just how I moved around the city that's so weird <laughs> it is you know I mean like, it is weird but, like it's kind of like feel like you're almost like two separate people right i say that all the time yeah yeah like my life is crazy and was your mom asking like yo what are you gonna do yeah i mean you know but she kind of let me find my way she didn't never like force me you know anything she knows i'm like i said i I kept the job yeah yeah. you know i mean so she didn't she didn't really like hammer me do you got to do this do that it was kind of like you know you'll figure it out you know what i mean one way or another you'll figure it. and she always knew that i wasn't like a knucklehead yeah i wasn't stupid i wasn't out doing ignorant shit like she just knew that you know he got to just find his way how did you meet joe budden i met joe when he was at dev jam when he was walking around the office and then like we had a brief encounter then and then uh a friend of mine uh marcus williams he used to play for the nets he's played he went to uconn he's played yeah, for the new yeah, jersey yeah. nets he uh him and joe were communicating this was myspace days <laughs> And he was communicating on MySpace. You know, he was a big Joe fan. And um, he said, yo, Joe want me to come by the studio. So I said, all right, let's go by the studio then. And then one day we went to the studio with Joe. We kicked it for like four hours. And then um, Joe used to come to the Nets practice facility. We used to play ball. And this was back in 06, I believe. Mm-hmm. So from there, we just been like, you know. And then when my, my boy got traded, like me and Joe kind of, you know, kept in touch. We would hang out. We would go, you know, different clubs and stuff like that, run around. Did Did Joe relate to the Nets players because he would always wear sweatsuits? <laughs> definitely. <Yeah. laughs> Joe Joe definitely related to all the Nets players. When, and Joe used to wear the biggest sweats. Yeah, yeah. Like, he would wear sweats like he was 6'10". It was like, though, those are too big for you. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? When we had Joe on the podcast, like we we were like, oh, and we've known you know Joe like yeah. for a, a long time. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's surprise him, and we'll wear we'll wear Rockaware like sweatsuits, mm-hmm. and we'll present him with with a Rockaware sweatsuit. And we thought that he would like find it really funny. Nope. And he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Joe can be a bit of a dick, man. He, y'all know Joe. He can be yeah. a, he can be a huge, but he's a he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Th- does Joe think that he can ball? Yes. <laughs> it's it's the craziest Joe ball. You know what? He's not bad. I've seen worse, but <laughs> Joe is just, you know, he'll sit down Indian style in the middle of a game and start smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and it's like, dog, like, we playing. You know what I mean? Like, he'll start drinking coffee. Like, man, just, just hold up, man. Hold up? You can't say hold up in the middle of hooping. Like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> No, it's just how the Harlem Globetrotters do. <laughs> right, right. But, but, but surprise, he's not, he's not terrible. Yeah. I've seen worse. He's not, he's not, t- he's, I think he's better than Tory Lanez. Yes. I think he's better than Tory Lanez. <laughs> I think so. Uh, is he better than Kanye? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Joe on that. Yeah, you meet Joe back then. You guys stay in touch. Was it just like a friendship, or was there any like thought that like, yo, I might help you music wise? I it, know some- it, it was. It was. It was just naturally. Just you know, I mean, he knew who my family was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Joe just you know he just respected me as an individual in the way I moved and the way that I carried myself. Like he knew I wasn't you know just a knucklehead. Just he knew I wasn't that type of person, and he, you know, we gravitated towards each other. You know what I mean? And it was just like, like I said, it went from just literally kicking it, hanging out all the time, to, yo, man, you know, I need you next to me, man. I need you to help me with, you know, some of the shit I'm trying to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you way sharper than you think you all. You give your credit yourself credit for. Like, Joe was one of the first people that instilled that in me. Like, yo, you got to get your personality out there. People gonna love you. I'm telling you that. And I'm just like, man, get out of it. But you know. And listening to him, you know, I, I kind of see it because it's like people gravitate towards me. And it's the, the weirdest thing to me because I'm literally being just me, myself. Right, right. So when people, like, want to be around me and hang out, I'm just like, I don't be doing shit. Like, I'm literally just be chilling in the cut. Like, but people love that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, well, cool. You know, we people can rock love. Them. By the way, I don't love it. I <laughs> I would say, like, I'm I'm cool with it. Right, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I understand uh, it. Right, all right, all right. I respect no, but that. But you see what it is, like, authenticity <laughs> yeah. and yeah. genuineness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. not, like, putting on people people yeah. like that. Yeah. And so you're hanging out with Joe who is, you know what, a, a blunt individual. He'll tell you what it is. Okay, there's a couple moments that I want to go through uh, from from his career over the last ten years that you might have uh, seen a different perspective. Okay, when uh, he 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 had left Def Jam mm-hmm. and he did an album through Amalgam Digital, mm-hmm. and they put out uh, the yeah. album artwork. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and had, there were three D's in his name. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Joe, you know what, Joe? He to this day he um, that really annoys me that people get his name wrong. That. The, the, it annoys me the yeah. s like i don't yeah. know how people still call them buttons it's i don't get crazy. that yeah, well, i don't with get Meek that. mills and yeah. who else i feel like there's another person yeah. where i was like, so happy when on everyday struggle when they did the um the the red carpet out there in mm-hmm. la for mm-hmm. um for the bet awards mm-hmm. when when irv Gotti was sitting next to him and he was like yo i'm number nine joe buttons and he's like it's joe button right <laughs> yeah. i don't I understand so how people yeah that. i don't know how people mess that up man that's that's weird to me uh, like people call me mal and i'm like okay joe literally <laughs> says my name every single episode like how do y'all keep getting my name wrong yeah, but, i mean it's jamal right right yeah exactly so, exactly you know when joe uh did the proposal in times, times square, square i was right there you were right there yeah i was right across the street <laughs> Okay, well, what was going through your head before it happened? Wow, this it is happened? funny because I remember everything. Okay, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna bring you back two weeks before this happened. So, I had went to Pittsburgh, right? I came back from Pittsburgh. I met Joe and Imani at Sin City. 
And this was this is like, the bachelor the party. Way, yeah. This was <laughs> no. You would have thought it was the bachelor party, but no. We 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 met there. We were eating because Sin City had great food. Mm-hmm. So we were eating, and um, I I keep hearing Imani and Joe talk about a ring, a ring, a ring. So I'm like, I've been gone for like a week. Right. What the fuck is this ring shit y'all keep talking about? So then Joe says, New Jersey nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe says, I'm gonna propose it to Harry. <laughs> so I looked. I was like, what? So, yeah, I'm supposed to. so now I know like the real what's going on. Like I'm not this isn't love and hip hop. Yeah. Like, but they make it seem like everything is peaches and cream. I'm like, Joe, <laughs> you literally have not seen Tahiri in like two or three months. Like, how do you just propose to someone that you haven't even seen in like three months? You're not on good terms. Very so, easily. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Joe. If you're Joe, that is easy to do, right? So so you know, Joe, I, I, I told him he shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I was me being a, a good friend, I'm like, Joe, I don't think you should do that. He, Joe stopped talking to me for like a week. Like he wouldn't speak to me. And you I was don't know what like, that's right. nothing because he stopped talking to Tahiri for two to three <laughs> yeah, months. Yeah, so you know like, what I'm saying. So I'm like, oh, okay, all right, cool, I get it. So the the day we're going down to Times Square, you know, they had us. Uh, the production team took us to some restaurant over there. So they had us like in the back, and they was like, okay, you guys are gonna sit here until it's time to walk out. We're gonna walk to the corner. Then they're gonna do the, you know, Joe's gonna do. It. I'm like, all right, cool. So now you know, I'm very observant. So now Tahiri's sister and like two of her other girlfriends are in the room with us. Like they're in the restaurant with us. But they weren't very engaging. Like they weren't speaking to us. You know what I mean? So I, I'm kind of like, fam, this ain't going to go good. You know what I mean? I'm looking like the sisters aren't talking to the homeboys. Like, like we did something. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this is not going to go well. So I'm talking to somebody on the production team. And uh, I believe, I forgot who it was, but somebody was like, yeah, I think she's going to say yes. And I'm like, I don't think she's going to say yes. I was like, I don't see it. You know what I mean? I was, so then she's like, nah, I think Tahiri will say yes for just for the cameras. If she does it, it'll be just for the cameras. And, you know, then her and Joe try to work things out behind the scenes. I'm like, it makes sense. I see what you're saying, but I still don't see it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and one of the camera guys were talking. And he was like, yeah, I don't. I think she's going to say yes. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think so. And so then. You know, we go out, we walk out, we walk into the street. Joe goes across, he's standing there. So then people start to notice Joe and Tahiri, so people are stopping and we looking. So they're speaking at first, and like I said, I'm very observant, so I'm looking at body language. <laughs> I can't hear what they're saying, but I see them. <laughs> and all I know is Joe is on his knee a little too long. I'm like, fam, that's not a good sign. You can't be on the knee longer than <laughs> 30 seconds. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah. 30 seconds turned into a minute and 15. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, it's not looking good. So then one of the producers turned around and she asked Joe's mom to come over. Oh, my God. And then, like, Joe got up. They were standing there talking and I'm sitting there. And then she turned around and she looked and she was like, she said no. Oh. So I looked at everybody and was like, you know, I kind of hey, felt uh, like, yeah, 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 like, you know what I mean? Like, I hate to say, I hate to be, you know, I told you so, God, but I, I kind of felt like she was going to say no. Oh, my God. But it was a beautiful like moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it was like the uh, you know cold New York night in right. the middle of time. It was beautiful. If it had gone right, if yeah. it had, if it ended with a yes, you know yeah. what I mean. But nah, you did know. you all have to get in like the same like you yes know, sixteen passenger van? Joe had a show. This is funny. Joe had a show in Philly <laughs> that night. Like we literally left there, jumped in the car, and drove down to Philly. But it wasn't as awkward as you would think. It was kind of like 
you know, I was like, yo, what happened? He was like, man, you know, she just was bringing up a bunch of stuff in the past. Like, you know, she wasn't trying to move for, move past it and stuff. So, you know, that's when just, he was still on his knee. Yeah, when she when he was on his knee, she was saying all of this. Like, she doesn't trust him and this, that, and the third. So it was kind of like, you know, oh. but it wasn't the car ride wasn't as weird as you think it would be going down to Philly like an hour and a half. It wasn't as weird. Oh, because I think it'd be very weird. Yeah, 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 yeah it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, okay. nothing with Joe is too weird. Yeah, yeah. You well, I mean? okay. How about this? How about this scenario? If <laughs> would this be weird if you guys were on that sixteen passenger van on the way down or whatever that. It just happened, and you played the the Jay Z um, pump it up first. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that would. I mean, he would, Joe would laugh because it's us. He would like, yeah, yeah, very funny. But right. that would have been that would have been bad. Uh, and and the last one that I have uh, is where were you when you saw when you first saw the video of Joe and those kids who went to his house? Oh, where was I at? I was out of town. I think I was in. Was I in? I might have been in Detroit with Brandon at the time. I think he was playing with the Pistons. Mm-hmm. I think I was in Detroit, and I saw it on online. I just hit Joe like so. And we have this funny thing like whenever Joe is in some shit, <laughs> and you know it's all over the net, and I call him my name, he just answers the phone laughing because he knows what I'm calling for. Yeah. It's like, dog, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like what are you doing? Like he's like, yo, I went outside and <laughs> kids were standing there and they started talking about OVO and Drake and da da da. And I said, yo, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here, I'll kill you. And I was like, sounds like a typical day in Joe's life. <laughs> Right. How does that friendship over the course of a decade turn into something where you're like, yeah, I've been behind the scenes, I've been your friend, but I'm going to be a part of this show that really is... Um, uh, like I said, Joe been, try- Joe been trying to get me to get my put myself out, out there more, my personality out there more for years. Like We used to do little YouTube videos a couple years back and we were just having regular conversations and you know people would hit up and like, yo, I love that conversation, that was real... So when Joe called me, it was literally, um, he wanted me to just come on the podcast as a guest. And I'm like, Joe, what you want to, what you want me to come on there talk about? I already know what this is going to be. You want to crack jokes? I get it. I, I'll come do it. So, you know, I went on and did it. It was a great response. The people loved it. And then, um, Brandon was, my, my boy Brandon was, he has just signed with the Knicks. So he mm-hmm. was in town. So, um, the next week Joe was like, yo, you still in town? I'm like, yeah. He was like, yo, you got to come back and do another show. So I was like, really? You want me? He was like, yeah, come back, come back. I was like, all right, cool. So I went back. And then, like I said, after a while, it just was like, you know, because me and Joe had been doing these type of conversations and, you know, we, we didn't we didn't call it podcast. We call it just talking shit mm-hmm. for years. It's not great for branding, but yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just we just was like, yeah, like, I'm like, okay, you want to, yeah, we could do that. So Yeah, just, but you know how many people, like, clam up once, like, yeah. they press record. No, no, I, yeah. I get that. I get that. And that's, and that. but see, that was the thing with Joe. He was like. Ma, you really don't understand that that's a, a talent to just be able to speak freely and not be nervous and all of these things. And I'm just like, nervous to me is opening the fridge and just seeing baking soda. Like, that's nervous for me. Like, all right, what am I going to eat? Yeah. Talking is not, I'm not <laughs> nervous to talk to anybody. Like, what, mm-hmm. you know, we talking, we kicking it. Have you gotten any response from people who you hadn't heard from in like 15 oh, years? Oh, man, people, I logged into my Facebook the other day for some reason. I have no <laughs> idea why. And my inbox was crazy. It was just like people from elementary school. Y'all see you doing your thing. You know, the good, I'm like, <laughs> you know, g- girls I used to have crushes on in high school. They hit oh, me they're up. Back. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. just like, yeah, but you look Still whack now. The border, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm like, yeah, but you look, you whack now. I don't want your number no more. And your family? Oh, they they love it, man. They they think. I mean, because who know, was they, the most surprised? The most surprised? Uh, or is anybody surprised? Here's the funny thing. My father had no idea that I was doing this. Right, you know, my, you know, I just don't tell my pops. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Me and boys, we and uh, 
for, for whatever reason, e- e- ESPN picked up the James Harden piece that I, I talked about. Yeah. My dad is a super – he watches ESPN all day. And it's the same thing over and over. He sits there and watches it. And he just called me going crazy. Like, you on ESPN? I said, what are you talking about? I'm in, the, I'm in the crib. Like, I'm not on ESPN. He's like, no, I'm looking at ESPN and they got you up there. And they just... So I was like, what? So then I opened my social. You know, when you open your social media, I see it. 60 something I'm like oh <laughs> Did a new picture of me Leak or something right, What's going right. on I didn't tweet nothing In three days Like And everybody was talking about it I was like You know I guess But my pops had no idea So he probably was the most surprised yeah. That's how That's how he found out About the podcast <laughs> Literally watching ESPN Seeing me on ESPN Talking about James Harden That's a good way To find out though That's a great way To find <laughs> yeah. out That's a great way So wait So I have to ask Because mm-hmm. people uh, Wonder And people did ask At the What do I do part. Yeah I do a podcast with Joe Budden. Wait, wait, <laughs> by the way, you didn't even let me ask. <laughs> like we had we had Ice up here, and Ice was just like, "I I work at a I work at a, a foot, foot action, yeah, foot action, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah you I got do. fired from foot up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do a podcast now. That's what I do. Well, I, and actually, you know what? Ice has a podcast too. Now. He does. Yeah. He does, man. That's him and him and Beatrice. It's pretty amazing, dope. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, man. it's pretty dope. Beatrice is super. Do y'all know Beatrice? Yeah, we we actually sat with her at your show. She's super dope. Man. She's awesome. Super talented. Yeah, and and they have an awesome podcast yeah. called "I Don't Do Podcasts." I don't do podcasts exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I was gonna make. I was gonna talk about how, like, you know, uh, it just follows the model of I'll name this podcast <laughs> yeah, later. Now it's like everybody hated when we changed that name. By the way, I think it's the greatest. I'm so happy you did. Yeah, like they this, hated it. They was like, oh, well, they was like, well, you did say you'll change. You'll name this podcast <laughs> later. So I yeah. guess it made sense. So. What's your favorite part of podcasting, and what's your your least favorite aspect? <sighs> My favorite part of it is uh, just seeing what other people think and how they feel about the content we putting out and. Uh, just getting interaction, going back and forth, and seeing that some people share the same views as you. It's, it's weird knowing that, you know, somebody you've never met halfway across the world feels exactly the same way you do about certain things. Yeah. But um, the part I really don't like about it is, you know... Rory. <laughs> now, Rory's my guy. That's my guy, man. Um, I don't, I don't... I hate the fact that people are recognizing my face in public now. I hate that. What's, where's the weirdest place? You, you want to know place? what? Big solution. Don't be on a podcast where your <laughs> photo is up there next to Joe I'm Button. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, we. I went to Boston for one of the playoff games, the Wizards playoffs games. and Did you text your brother? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. I was like, I don't even want to know him. I'm at this game. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah, the Celtics. Yeah. But he, uh, like, three dudes oh, came yeah, up to me. Oh, yeah, because you were rooting for the Wizards yeah. for Brandon. Yeah. Three guys came up to me and was like, yo. I was like, <laughs> the fuck all the way in boston <laughs> yeah, like yeah, i just yeah. understand it no, but, that reach you know, is crazy it is or yeah. maybe they were big harlem boys choir fans yeah, yeah. or maybe that <laughs> yeah but that would have been i would have left yeah if they would have bought that up i would have ran out i was like no this is the feds i know the feds when i see it i would have got out of there by the way you are definitely going to start talking about that now that you've oh, been yeah. on here yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. For sure. when you sure. do your nardwar interview he'll bring that yeah, up so, for yeah. Sure. yeah for sure now you're established but there still is this thing where you're in certain circles where yeah. Like even beyond the podcast, yeah. where you're in sports mm-hmm. and you're in music mm-hmm. and you know a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. people want to know your opinion on whether LeBron's going to be in Cleveland next year. Obviously, he won't. He definitely. Uh, won't. The Cavs said that he would today. <laughs> How uh, dare de- both of you? He definitely uh, will not. As we know, um, he's probably going to land in Los Angeles. Yeah. And you said on stage at Highline, that's for sure happening. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> you're holding to that. Yeah, it's definitely. Happening. Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. Do you like that? I'm a diehard Lakers fan. I, I, I like it, but... Because you're not getting, like, you know, 20-year-old LeBron. Yeah. They, I mean, you know, thirty. I'll take 30-year-old LeBron over 20-year-old whoever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's kind of like, I think it's just for branding purposes. They're trying to rebrand the Lakers after Kobe. Sure. I don't understand why 
LeBron would go there because that legacy that Kobe implemented is so great. But, you know, I mean, when here's the thing. LeBron kept his promise. He brought a ring to Cleveland, right? And I think as long as he fulfilled that, everything else after this now is for whatever reason he wants it to be. Yeah. Whether it's like I want to move to L.A. because now I'm working in Hollywood and I got all these shows I'm trying to produce, so I need to be here more. You know, so be it. You know what I mean? But I'm not, I can't, as a Laker fan, it's, I'm not jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I understand it because I know it's the business. The NBA is a business. Yeah. So I get it. What relationship do you have with Khloe Kardashian? Oh, so, you know, Brandon Jennings is a close friend of mine, so that's, that's family. Uh, him and Khloe are really close. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, you know, us all hanging out, you know, it's just, just like all kicking it, just, just homies. And, uh, she's, you are not wearing Adidas right now. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing Adidas right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> Do you have Thanks, a sneaker Eric. deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> not trying to fuck up your deal. Nah, so, yeah. nah, no sneaker deals for me. Man. Not yet, not yet. Do you still live uh, in New York full yeah. time? Yep. How much time a month do you spend at home? Hmm. Are you only here on Tuesdays to record for <laughs> the podcast? I wish I could only be here for Tuesdays, honestly, man. I just spoke to somebody the other day, man. I think I'm going to start looking for a place in L.A. Wow. Yeah. So you're going to the Lakers? <laughs> yeah. Or the Clippers? I'm going to the Lakers. Yeah, Are you going to find like find <laughs> yeah, find like a high-speed cable like line and you can like phone into the podcast? Nah, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I'm always here to record. Yeah. I'm somehow some way whether I got to spend like 2 weeks here and then you know leave on after we record and come back in a week cuz you know you got to I got 6 days in between to record. Yeah. So it's kind of like I don't mind doing that flight that late. It's not a bad flight for me. I mean, it's an easy flight for me. Five hours isn't bad. You, oh, I'm sure you can sleep on the plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> what did you think when when Joe um, and Sin put out their video? Well, I knew. Obviously, yeah, I knew that Sin was yeah, pregnant. I mean, well, I, I, I Sort knew. of hard to hide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew that, you know, she was pregnant. Um, you know, I, I, we, I spoke about it with Joe briefly. It's just, I don't, I don't know when that, when did that become the thing? Like the reveal videos, the gender reveals, and all these things on social it's, media. Yeah, I mean, like, because I remember when girls used to get pregnant, it was kind of like you know you just saw a girl walking outside, I was like, oh she's pregnant. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> now it's like a whole production behind announcing, yo, I'm pregnant. Right. You know what I mean? Like I get it, but it's kind of like when did that become the right? Well, listen, not everybody is like you. Like right. everyone's actually the opposite, right. where they want to show every small thing and right. make it into right. the biggest production. Right. So I'm, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, you should see what we do when you when we reveal that you're on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I, I told I told I told Joe and Rory I'm gonna start doing uh, girlfriend reveals. Like when I get a girlfriend, <laughs> when I start dating, I'm gonna Yo, just have this big production. Another thing on the live show, Joe was killing you about your girlfriend, your ex girlfriend, and all that. And it's just it's just a running <laughs> joke. He knows, like I had a girlfriend. Like he just it but just that's sounds the best funny. part yeah, that you were just like she lived in Canada. Yeah, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, she like, went to a different school. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you know, Joe, Joe, let Joe tell it because. Hey, but the crazy thing is, people believe it. And I'm like, though, what's wrong with y'all, man? Like people are like, yo, why you don't want to have a girl? I never said I didn't want to have a girl. <laughs> no, we can chop this up so it makes it sound. Yeah, like I know, it. yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. But it's like, I've never said that. I just said I don't have a girl. Right, right. But right. because Joe, you know, people that know Joe, Joe is very public with his relationships. Mm-hmm. So they figure, you Sometimes know, Joe, too public. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe looking at me like, why don't you have a girl? Because I don't want to have a girlfriend right now. Like, what is, I don't understand what's the crazy thing about that. Right. Like, it's just a running joke, though. That's yeah. What it is. Uh, I mean, listen, for all the girls out there, if you're looking for someone who uh, travels a lot. Right. Yeah. Who uh, isn't Come on, Eric, very, make me hot. Make me hot, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Get me out there. Get yeah. me out there. Make me hot. Make me hot, man. Uh, is best friends with uh, Khloe Kardashian. Talk that yeah. shit. Uh, talk that shit. Hey, go might, ahead. Might, have, might have a Nike deal. Yeah, talk Maybe that, has yeah. an Adidas deal, too. We don't know. You know right. And, uh, you know, just has a lot of secrets that doesn't tell. <laughs> talk that shit, Jeff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hey guys, just want to take one more minute to interrupt this podcast with Maul to tell you 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We're 130-something episodes deep. We appreciate every single one of you for pressing play and spreading the word. And if you hit us up... Yeah, if you tell us one episode that you like, we will suggest three more episodes that we think you might like. Yeah, so hit us up on Instagram at It's The Real or Twitter at It's The Real or Facebook at It's The Real. Let us know which episode you're really fucking with and we'll tell you three more that you'll really fuck with even more. And if you're wondering, hey, where did you get this genius idea? It's because I was thinking about the uh, movie phone episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, it seems like a very servicey thing that we can do very easily. And so why don't you just, uh, you know, hit us up. Also, I can tell you local movie times for your local movie theaters. Any Anything you want to do. That's right. At It's The Real on any social media. Shout out to you guys for listening. We appreciate you. And now, back to Maul. When you see your brothers now, do they respect your ear maybe on a professional level where they didn't before when you were just like going to baseline and hanging out and, and you didn't know how to drink champagne yeah i don't know if they respect my ear uh <laughs> hip-hop i know my brother hip-hop he watches the show a lot mm-hmm. yo here's this me. thing by the way so our brother dan mm-hmm. uh who was at the Wait. show what's up which dan which dan is your brother uh, rosenthal yes <laughs> <laughs> see we all have the same last name uh, our uh, brother our brother dan uh he works he looks like me he wears glasses he yeah. was wearing a suit at the show he, he was, he was you, hanging out afterwards he might have been uh, out in the he same works area in sports yeah he does work in sports i feel like i know dan he used to work for the garden i feel um, like i know yeah. dan <laughs> i do i feel like i know i have to see a picture of him yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i feel like I, I feel like i would know him yeah but um but dan what was my point with this oh yeah okay yeah sorry yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Our brother Dan was like, yo, you guys are the only ones who call him Hop. And then listening back to the podcast, I was like, no, like just called him Hop. And mm-hmm. uh, some people call him Hip, some people yeah. call him Hop, yeah. uh, some people call him Kyombo. Mm-hmm. What do you call him? Uh, and what do you call your. Hop. I call him Hop. Yeah. I call him Yambo. Yep. Do you call your brother Kareem Kareem? No. You call I, him Big? I never call him. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I can count. Hoffa? Yeah. I've. <laughs> I called him Hoffa joking a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's just the funniest fucking name. I could, you know, I understand why he had that nickname. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. In a lot of ways, I was like, you know, like Biggs was reserved. He was real low key and under the radar and laid back. He just happened to be a part of the biggest, one of the biggest mo- moments in, in in the culture. Yeah, no kidding. So he couldn't, you know, be that low. But, you know, he was real private and real, you know, so it, I was the same way. I just had, I, didn't, I wasn't on well, the scene like who's that. Who's the loudest of your brothers? the loudest because i would vote for no one maybe you and you're not loud at all oh the loudest god bless my brother bob that passed away Mm -hmm. he might have been the loudest yeah he was the he was the center of attraction he was the he was the funny guy he was the he made the whole room light up yeah that's the the person that so i would have to say my brother Bob. and let me just say this by the way for the record at your live show your sister was the star i don't know that she was even planning this Mm -hmm. but she stood up and uh spoke directly to you in front of an audience of 600 people Mm -hmm. and was so such genuine and honest and she was so proud of you and you guys have something that no one else has and she talked about that you know you guys Mm -hmm. shared a womb yeah and and later a room, right? And, a womb and, and a yeah, room, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just thought that was so awesome, and you know, in a in a large family with eight mm-hmm. brothers, mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it can be a lot. Mm-hmm. She's a star too. She was, yeah. she was she, really awesome. But you know, the thing about that, I, I kind of got mad at her because I'm like, yo, I just spoke <laughs> to you an hour before the, the show. Like you could have told me all of that on the phone, but you know, what I mean, it was it was cool, man. I you know, I, I she she kind of she I guess she wanted to get that off and you know express it in front of people and. She knows how I feel. She knows I love her. And, yeah. You know, we don't have to say that much. But um, she's, you know, that, she's a real passionate person. She's a uh, she's a real, like, spiritual person. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, you know, she seen me at my 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 ups and my downs, and, and um, she seen me when I could have went left to the streets. You know, when, you know, everybody growing up in the, in, in the hood, you had those moments. But she she always saw that I just remained who I am, and I mm-hmm. never I never let anything persuade me to do anything I didn't want to do. Are you very proud of the Bronx? Super proud of the Bronx. So, like <clears throat> anybody who comes out of that French Montana, you're Love like him. Jennifer Lopez. Love her. Fat Joe. Love him. Yeah. Jesus and or marrow. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Both. Yeah. Both. But Yankees, like, Die hard. never met a Met fan that you liked, right? Like, never. <laughs> never. Die hard Bronx. You know, it's, it's in my blood, man. I mean, I I could tell you when the lights change on the Grand Concourse, man. Yeah. Like, that's how much of a Bronx Bronx veteran I am. Um, Did you ever do Showtime? At the Apollo? No, no, no. no. On the trains. On the train. No. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's that's what you call it, Showtime. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. It's Showtime? Nah, I've never. <laughs> Wait, what do you call it? Yambo? <laughs> like whatever they doing. I I just turn my headphones up when they get on. I know that. Like I don't want to hear that shit. Wait, do like, you feel like if you look them in the eye, you have to give them something? I feel like, like that eye contact yeah, is yeah, big, yeah. and they know that. That's mm-hmm. part of the hustle. Of course, yeah. they're they like, know. Like no, yo, no, me, you yo, want to know what? Smiles count. Smile, yeah. the smile is just yeah. as valuable yeah. as a dollar. Yeah, that's that's they that gave you that slogan. You're like, not yo, giving them anything. Yeah, clap for clapping is free. You know, smiling is free. Like I know you're gonna come over here with that hat too, though. Like you know what I mean? Like I know what I know what a smile is right now. Yo, that's why you shouldn't take the express train because they got you for a they got you and i have yeah. to take you have to take that <laughs> that a or that d express train you have to god like, forbid you get stuck like oh yeah god. train they stops through, they got three records to dance now <laughs> <laughs> that's more showtime instead of instead of seven minutes they got 15 if it's if it's stuck in between the tunnels now oh, now i was on the train the other day and they're just like they let off saying like we promise if you see if you stand near a pole we will not kick you i was like oh that's nice yeah that's I don't, great. that takes talent though because i oh. can't even stand up when the train stops without almost falling i don't know how they be breakdancing and spending on I'm like yo your core has to be incredible right, to right. like stand up and not almost fall while you're dancing totally but thanks for you know not even smiling or you know whatever. <laughs> right thanks right. for all you that show your appreciation on yeah. the podcast yeah. yeah yeah that's what's up so um, any of them wait so, so did you ever do Showtime at the Apollo I performed at the Apollo I never did Showtime at the Apollo though, but we, we performed at the Apollo a bunch of times so you, you didn't get like swept off stage nah <laughs> I definitely didn't do amateur night no. uh, do you love Harlem as much as you love the Bronx to me, Harlem and the Bronx is the same. Mm-hmm. It's not that different. Guess what? Look at a map. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know, it's like it's not that much of a difference because you know we five minutes from each other. It's right. One little bridge you can walk across. You know what I mean? It's no. Like, when, yeah, when Flex is calling out different areas, like yeah, he separates it. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but it's for me because I have family in Harlem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I spent a lot of time in Harlem. I went to school in Harlem. Yeah. So it was like I was always in Harlem. So to me, it was never really a difference. Like, as much people as I know in the Bronx, I know in Harlem. As many blocks and avenues I know in the Bronx, I know in Harlem. So it's like... Are you going to 1199 Day? I would love to. Okay. I haven't been to, I haven't been to 1199 in years, uh, man. We're going this weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna go, you gonna go to Haji's? You gonna get a sandwich? All that. Get a sandwich. All of that. Get a chopped cheese. All of that. Yeah. Get a chopped what do white people call it? Uh, uh, <laughs> uptown grilled cheese or something? Oh my god, that's not true, is it? I don't know. No. <laughs> it's something like that. There's some like you know NBC like daytime news report. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like oh, like what is this sandwich? <laughs> a chopped cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love Harlem rap as much as you love Bronx rap? Hmm, <clears throat> that's a great question. Um. In high school, Mace was one of my favorite rappers. Mm. Until Jay and him had problems. Even <laughs> then, he was still one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but I, I would have probably had to lean toward, more towards Harlem. Wow. On the rap scene. Wow. 
you can't go home see, tonight. Yeah. You know, Maul said he was going to give up some real exclusives That's on this right. podcast. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's the truth, man. I mean, you, you know, just look at the landscape of Harlem rap. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, the guys that came out of Harlem is incredible. Not not a knock against the Bronx, but it's kind of like, you know, just what I like to hear and what was playing it when I was young coming up. It was hollow. Totally. What concerts were you going to as a kid? Or were you going to concerts because you we were obviously doing your own concerts? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. My, my, my mom, you know, she always she always made sure she showed me different things. I remember the first concert I ever went to in my entire life was Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation Tour. Wow. I was at the Garden. And that was the first concert I ever went to in my life. But I was always fortunate enough to, you know, be around entertainment and show business and see, you know, everything that goes on behind the scenes and then see the final product. Um, now, not so. I'm not so much of a concert guy now, only because I feel like, you know, people don't put a lot into their production and their stage show. You have certain artists that are getting better at it. Mm-hmm. But well, you what's know, your ideal way to experience music? I listen to a lot of music, like in the crib, like uh, on a flight somewhere. On a flight is the best time to listen to music. Have you ever listened to uh, Aston Martin music 40,000 feet in the air? I don't no. know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Next time you're on a flight, listen to Aston Martin music. It's Makes a different sense. experience. Yeah. This is like that's that's like in uh, Almost Famous when it's like, have you ever listened to this <laughs> song? Like, um, you know, oh. <laughs> yeah, while, while smoking weed or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is, though. It's like music. You, you just It'll change your life. It, it does. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. Little environment. The environment you're in when you hear certain records and certain music, it does impact Yo, you. Yo, I'm going to be. Oh, no, totally. Like when you're working out. Yeah, like, it impacts uh, I only listen to ASMR music in an ASMR. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Talk I'm that a, shit. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real serious right now because this is what we do on this podcast. We were flying. Where were we flying to? Atlanta, maybe, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what airline it was, but there was a limited amount of movies. And I was like, you know what? I haven't seen Jerry Maguire in a while. Let me put this on. Mm-hmm. Your man shed some tears on that flight. And and then I talked to Jeff afterwards. And he was like, well, isn't there some study where it's like if you go above a certain height, like your emotions get all out of whack? Is so, that true? Yeah. Yeah. Or I was just lying. I don't know. <laughs> to make me feel better. That's a, if, if, you, if that's not true, that's great that you freestyled that. <laughs> When Jerry left, I was just like... He was yeah. torn to pieces. Oh, yeah. I would, no, I was like, this is you know, amazing. This is too much. Amazing <laughs> cinema. <laughs> it's been five months since. Eric <laughs> is still fucked up over it. <laughs> um, were you at the Garden again for um, for the Fade to Black show? Yes. I was there. I was there. That was one of the best shows. Uh, that's when uh, Jay and R. Kelly was still... Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, and then he came out in the all white. Yeah, I was, the, I was at the, I was at the uh, Best of Both Worlds tour uh, the night that Jay and R. Kelly got into it. Really? Yeah, I was there for that. Okay, oh. wait. So, by the way, <laughs> at the live podcast, one yeah. of my one of the questions I meant to ask was, where were you when you found out <laughs> that R. Kelly had been maced? We were. Uh, well, I was standing right by the stage. Oh, and by the way, that question wasn't directed towards you at the live podcast because yeah, you be weren't like, on stage. Right. Hey, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 rem- I was, I was standing by the stage, uh, and um, we just seen people running towards us, and we was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And you know, they just was rushing people out. They was like, "We gotta go, we gotta go." And I'm standing there, so some people left, so we go backstage. Me and my homie Vaughn, uh, Tata's brother, we mm-hmm. would go backstage and like, what's going on? And they like, man, R. Kelly was back here tripping, da 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 da. And um, I think was it? Oh, Jay Jay came by. Jay came out on stage after all of this had kind of like blew over. Jay comes out, and you know, being the professional that he is, he's like, he went through this whole little thing. Like, yeah, you know, things happen, but I'm gonna show y'all that this is what I do, and you know, I'm gonna still put on a great. And he literally started pulling up. 
like celebrities that was at the show. Yo. Like he just went backstage, told Usher, I need you to go on for like 15. Usher was like, give me the mic. <laughs> like literally, this is how this happened. Like Usher was like, let's do it. Usher went out. And then I think uh, T.I. went out. And then I think uh, Mary went out. Oh, my God. So when Mary went out, you know, they just, I guess after the show, they just made it to where, okay, let me and you going to finish this tour. <laughs> and that's when it turned into Jay-Z, Jay-Z and, and J. Blige. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. By the way, imagine being like a famous person in the audience and not being called up. <laughs> right. Yeah, there was a con there was some there was some C list rappers that were kinda like you know when you want people picking necks on the court, you kinda start shooting air jumpers to show you nice. You kinda see people walking around trying to get in Jay's peripheral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay like, man, listen, there's no way I'm letting you touch the garden stage tonight. Meanwhile, Jay sees everything. So You're right. you know yeah, I don't I don't know what was going on, but he didn't want people looking at him in his eyes when he walked through the halls. <laughs> He didn't want. He said somebody pointed a gun at him at the garden. He said that was the reason. He said somebody pointed a gun at. Was it you? No. <laughs> <laughs> who's getting a gun in the garden? Let us be for real. Like oh, yeah. we from New York. Like right. you know. Like right. that's not happening. You're nope. not getting a gun inside nope. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, right. That's that's safe for other venues around town. Yeah, that, like yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like come on, not the garden. So I don't know. He just. I guess he just didn't like the. You know. Well, was, I'm gonna say something controversial. No, okay. Go um, ahead. R. Kelly is a fucking lunatic. Uh, we, yeah, weirdo. And <laughs> that's not that controversial. But I, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. You know I feel what? you. It's nice to have somebody across the world who believes in right. what I said. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's your favorite hookah bar? I don't really do hookah like that. I don't I don't do hookah at all actually. But uh favorite hookah bar Hmm. Maybe somewhere on Steinway in Queens, maybe. But I don't really do hookah like right. that. I don't yeah. smoke hookah. Nah. Yeah. I mean your friend does. <laughs> oh god, Joe, he does. <laughs> I mean, I don't, he smoke hookah like it's you know going out of style, man. I don't, I don't Guess know. what? It's it going is. Out of style. <laughs> yeah, like hookah is kind of weird to me. It always has been though. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird. You right. know what I mean? It's like sitting around. You kind of got this thing. It's like <laughs> this cord attached. And you kind of trying to sit cool, but if you don't look cool doing it, it's just weird to me. I don't. I don't really I like. Just don't like the aluminum foil. No. Yeah. Yeah. The aluminum foil. Now they have the ones that look like it's like uh, automatic. The hook thing is like I don't know. It's just it's just too much, man. It's just too much. Like I don't just have a drink and relax. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need the hookah. On it. Somebody knocks the coal over. Everybody moving like a, sh- a gun just went off. It's like yo, what's going? It's just hookah. Like they're like, nah, that burn or that coal. That coal hit you. It's a wrap. Like, Come on, get that away from the table, man. Do you refuse to sit anywhere uh, other than your feet on the hardwood at basketball games now? Yeah, I, I sit. I sit all the way in the back, like with my homies. Like if somebody texts me, I'm at the game. What section you in? And they a section up. I'll go up there sit with them. Like oh, you're just a man of the people. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Actually, you know what's funny though? It's not sitting courtside is not as great as, as people no, think no, i get i get such anxiety like being <laughs> yeah. close to yeah like it's yeah. not really like i tell people all the time like listen courtside is not that dope right like i mean aside from hearing the personal shit people talking shit right but it's like the view of the game it's nah. you don't really it's it's not as it's What's not the what benefit? people think you're gonna sit next to like ronnie from jersey right. shore like, right like, it's like, not as it's no. not as dope no, as people you get think to be it. interviewed on celebrity row oh right yeah <laughs> get the <laughs> on msg right are the knicks gonna go undefeated this year <laughs> Yeah, right. The Knicks are gonna go the Knicks might not win a game <laughs> until three weeks into the season, man. Like that's the Knicks are terrible. Do you feel bad for Melo? No, I don't I wouldn't say I feel bad for Melo. I, I think that he's getting more more slack than he than he's owed. I think that, you know, people are like, Oh, he messed up the Knicks and he should have waived his no trade he didn't ask for a no trade clause. Right. Phil Jackson gave that to him. You right. know what I mean? So it's like what are you mad at Melo for? Yeah, how do you feel about Phil Jackson being a huge Lakers fan? Like Phil, I'm going to keep it real, man. Be, you know, f- being around the Knicks this last year with my guy Brandon, it, it's, it's, it might be time for Phil to just step away from the, from the game. 
I think a lot of his a lot a lot of his uh, judgment was clouded. You know, his relationship, his breakup. I think that you know, he's getting older. The, the passion is the fire is not there anymore it, because he has to. Phil hasn't accepted that the game has changed. Mm. You know, what I mean, the game is a lot faster. You know, players are more explosive, they're more athletic, and you have this old system that you're still trying to implement into this new era. And it's you know, guys love when they play the Knicks. Like I literally heard players say, "Oh yes, I'm, I'm career high tonight." <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? But that's how they felt walking into the garden. They just felt like, listen, man, this team is all out of it. They don't know what they're doing. Like, they just, this organization is fucked up right now. Ugh. So, but I mean, hopefully, you know, they're making some changes and they'll get back to, because I think the NBA needs the Knicks in the playoffs. For I sure. I think the playoffs are more interesting with the Knicks in it. Favorite Nick? Um, who would be my favorite Nick? My, my favorite of all time might be Larry Johnson. That four-point yeah. play against the Pacers. He didn't get fouled on that play, though. It doesn't way. matter. Okay. All right. I get it, though. LJ was dope, though. He was, was dope. It was amazing. and Also a nice individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I hate what they did to Ewing. I, yeah. I hate what they did to... Charles Oakley. Oh, Charles Oakley. Ugh. Yeah, Although, see, that's Dan the thing. Rosenthal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of things, man, that's just, like, you know, it's behind the scenes. It's like, what's going on with this organization? Oh, totally. By the way, and I'm a huge Carmelo fan because I went to Syracuse, right? Dope. So I love Carmelo, like, wherever right. he goes. You were there when he was there? I was not there when okay. he was there. Okay. Um, he won the championship after I left, the mm. year after I left. So Damn. I got I got. Damn. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> but, you know, it was the best thing ever. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. for sure. For um, sure. I just got, like, you know, the Etan Thomas years. Right? Right. Like, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> Shout out to Preston Shumpert and right, whatever. Right, so, right. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hope I hope whatever happens with Melo, he, he wins. Because yeah. he's great game, and I just He definitely he won't be there this season. <laughs> it's just time to close that chapter. It's just like, we got to move on. Are he you, has to. Are you a betting man? I'm not really a betting man, uh, but I, I, I bet sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I bet sometimes. I'm not a betting man. I'm not going to go lay down a, a grand on, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that, but... I'll, I'll bet put all my money on the Knicks going undefeated this year. You should have put all your money on Tahiri saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, right? I really should have put the house on that one. For real. For real. Thank you so much for coming up here. Congratulations on everything. Like, Appreciate honestly, it, man. Like, you made your own lane in a family full of like stars, yeah. and you should feel pretty awesome about that. I appreciate um, that. We'll look forward to seeing you at the next live show. Our next live show, your next live show, whatever. Harlem's Boy Choir next all show. Of that, oh, all of that. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Here goes the joke. Thanks so much, Maul. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. Instagram, follow me. Right. The new Instagram is mall underscore, by the way. Twitter, mal 3 <laughs> underscore. Until you change it. I'm going to change it. I got to find something cool, though. It has to be cool. I don't want it to be nothing stupid. This is the real or not the shot again. Oh, yeah, 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 not yeah, it's yeah, the real, yeah, but wow, this yeah, is the yeah, real mall. No, no, no. Like, it's just like I want it to be something like that's just I cool, will not like. be made a victim. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dope setup, by the way. Yo, thank I you very much. I love yeah, it. Appreciate it. Manhattan Man. Yeah, that's right. This is super dope. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if people want to find out more about us, It's The Real. If people want to find out more about this podcast, A Waste of Time with It's The Real. If people want to come to our live event in London, where can they go? You can find us in London at the Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen. Also go to get tickets at itsthereal.com slash London. If you want to listen to any of our old episodes, we are on soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. We are also on iTunes and any other streaming service. Search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real. A lot of people are just searching a waste of time. That seems like as good a way to find us as any. You can also go and listen to our music at soundcloud.com slash it's the real. We are also on Spotify and any other place. Go search for Teddy Bear Fresh. Our single Sugar High is now over 200 and 
thirty thousand or something. Two forty, Jeff. Don't shortchange us. All right. And then we are also on Twitter at it's the real, Facebook at it's the real, and Instagram at it's the real, and Snapchat at it's it's the real, and it's the real Eric because it's the real was taken. You know, people aren't giving us enough credit or me enough credit in this case uh-huh. for doing this all if we don't oh it's jeff you are killing it i'm <laughs> that's all i want to you hear. deserve all the credit please let me know at any of our social networks how good of a job i am doing memorizing all of this useless information guys this podcast doesn't grow unless you start spreading the word so we know it starts with us we like to tell our friends tell their friends tell their friends and their family and strangers on the street who are watching the eclipse like estelle was just doing moments ago hope you guys still have all your eyes and you're not you know blinded blinded yeah yeah so we like to spread the word jeff who would you like to tell i want to shout out so premium pete just added me to some london group chat on whatsapp yo shout out to premium pete and the run that he's been on with the premium pete show he just added me to this group chat on whatsapp he connected me to this guy named crypt junkie and so i want to shout him out we're oh, coming also, to london yeah i want to shout out uh, will lavin i want to shout out a bunch of london people jp patterson over at complex shout out to young bogus boy shout out to aspects thorough all right dope i jeff would like to shout out everybody who left comments on our dj green lantern podcast on soundcloud go over there and subscribe rate comment do whatever i want to shout out rick chime i want to shout out ron g i want to shout out deltron i want to shout out trey williams i want to shout out the deli bread that's the <laughs> the deli bread that's that's the guy's name shout out to him shout out to everybody who is rating leaving comments and shouting us out and spreading the word we appreciate you guys again go check out our music go check out our podcast go check out our videos go check us out live in london september 6th go get all your information and your tickets at it's the slash london not for real for real sure sure we'll see you guys next week Bye.